0: The number you
1: have dialed has been changed. Hi everybody, welcome to Teenly. Um, I'm here with my best friend Christina. Say hi. Hello
0: everyone. Hi, hi. Good to be doing this with you, Ethan
1: i am super excited so basically our show is just to you know break down pop culture we're gonna navigate the media and what being a teen in 2020 is really like because the media has been lying
0: to you the media has been lying and we're both horrifically underqualified um but i will say (laughs) ethan and i (laughs) ethan and i do um we speak for like hours every day, and I, I genuinely think the things that we say are too valuable not to share with you. And so here we are to do that.
1: Yeah, so let's just get right into today's topic. So today's topic is very dear to my heart.
0: Could you sound enthusiastic, <laughs> the guys? I promise Ethan's happy to be a- <laughs> Me too. I'm not holding a gun to his head for the viewers at home. Uh, <laughs> I, I am so
1: excited about today's topic, you guys. <laughs> it is so dear to my heart. <laughs> Yes.
0: <laughs> is that better is that better much i appreciate the enthusiasm okay so as as ethan was saying very excited to be doing this topic today um we mentioned it in last week's episode um and today we're going to be talking about queerness in t- film and television <laughs> in not queerness, queerness. In <laughs> is that a word yes ma'am. Queerness. yes queerness what do you mean is that a word it absolutely is Come the lgbtq plus community and how we've been represented in film and media throughout history and today Is that better? Did you prefer that?
1: Yes, um, no I'm kidding. Okay, yeah. So today we're gonna be talking about (laughs) queerness and the representation of queer people in today's media and the media throughout time.
0: Yes um just before we get started talking about kind of the media that we consume today i think it's important to do a little bit of a history lesson just so that we have some idea of the bigger picture Mm -hmm. um so i'm gonna run you through like a very brief little synopsis of queer history and media so basically in the in the 1920s um when film was first starting to be developed queer storylines were told i mean they were often full of stereotypes and like horrendously misrepresentative of the actual community but they were told nonetheless. Then in um, 1934, the Hayes Code was introduced, which was basically like a strict rule book about all production of film and media. Mm. Um, it had rules that were insanely strict about a lot of topics. Sex in general, violence... Um, And one of kind of the underlying themes was that the bad guy doesn't get to have a good storyline or the bad guy doesn't get to be represented well because they didn't want to sort of romanticize what they considered to be evil. And unfortunately, because of history, uh, gay people were represented as evil. So queer storylines were essentially entirely cut out. Um, The only way that you would see queer, like, love for whatever represented would be through extreme subtlety that straight people wouldn't really pick up on Um, and then on the other hand where people would also be represented as these super evil characters and so even though the Hays Code ended in 1968, the stereotypes that came with that carried on for decades afterwards. That's why a lot of characters were queer coded. You can even see this with Disney. Villains would be portrayed with these stereotypically queer like character types and even if they were like explicitly straight and they were attracted to people of the opposite sex you would have gay villains like Jafar from Aladdin who would be wearing makeup and have sort of like a sultry feminine energy and that was to represent that the queerness of men was evil or Ursula is probably the most kind of notorious example of this Um, Ursula from The Little Mermaid was based off of the drag queen Divine And the entire idea of her was literally to portray queerness and the drag community as this evil thing. And so gay people were pretty much always villainized throughout media. I mean, queer representation is something that's pretty damn recent. The first gay character ever only came out, like, like, was openly gay in 1964 on television. And the first time we ever got a gay kiss was in 1964. Eighty-nine. that is crazy recent if you think about like the world and i mean even more problematically the first time a a trans person was ever nominated for an emmy award or any mainstream film award was in 2014 miss laverne cox but 2014 was the other damn day was it for um
1: uh, orange, orange and black.
0: Orange and black. Wow. Yes, we absolutely stand, Sophia Berseth. But the oh. point is, queer people have had a really rocky set of representation. But Ethan and I, now growing up, when we have, we're both 17, we've kind of both consumed as much queer media as we could, you know, coming <laughs> into our sexualities, as I think all gay teenagers do. You binge and you sort of forget that you care about heterosexual plot lines. <laughs> so. Hey, we're going to talk about some of the issues that we see in queer representation in the media and some of the best parts of it
1: yeah um well i want to stop by saying my kind of gay awakening was pretty much around like twelve, thirteen, where instead of reading those horrible cheesy super sexual romance novels on wattpad i was like wait what's this what's this mxm call me out like,
0: drag what's,
1: me. <laughs> what's male on male like hmm and i started Ooh. to you know delve into the wondrous world of gay sex no i'm kidding of you know gay novels and then i started <laughs> to watch youtubers like joey Graceffa and tyler oakley mm-hmm. who were openly gay and absolutely it kind of well, I can I can acknowledge and kind of I can acknowledge my privilege because I am growing up in the twenty first century where you know right now it's a, I'm so glad I'm queer. It is the best to be queer now. Like, I, you I know, people not say we be. are
0: untouchable. Absolutely. Well, mostly, but well, no. You know. I mean, crime but like we're <laughs> yeah, much comes, more. But... The the trauma and the oppression add so much flavor. I would not <laughs> choose to have it, really it any other way. Um, but yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think I had a similar you know, although obviously I'm a a queer woman, I'm not a gay boy like Ethan, I will say I had a very similar kind of like journey into the queer world. Um, My sort of gay awakening came in with a much more real life situation. And then when I was having all of these internal panicking feelings, I I went to the internet and, you know, Troy Savant for me was one of, and Tyler Oakley as well. They were two of the people who kind of made me realize, okay, so you can be queer and you don't have to be like awful um you can ellen. be queer and you can be happy uh glee was a good kind of starting point for me because i thought the relationship between these two very feminine women and it was like oh i don't have to cut all my hair off i don't have to join a biker gang i don't have to malin m- marry portia de rossi like there is an opportunity for me to be queer and not to be miss ellen Degeneres, who basically is straight she's she's, she's homophobic but <laughs> anyway no, um she is i'm
1: definitely homophobic
0: so yeah and I think I think from then on I went and I watched as much queer film and media and television as I possibly could. There was an extreme absence of any female loving representation, you know, like the amount of of lesbian relationships that you see is so minimal and the amount of bisexual representation is so minimal. So I've consumed a lot of mostly gay male love stories, but I think that means I've got a lot of opinions, you know
1: yeah um well i can i kind of like recognize that in like the whole lgbtq media that um gay men are not favored but there's a lot more a large chunk more of gay men in media than mm. you know lesbians and transgender females and yeah. males and
0: yeah or any people bisexuals, of color, really. not, yeah, like the white people gays. of color
1: it's always yeah. the white gay teen you know the gay best friend and i feel like a lot of the times gay like. The, the whole white gay like best friend thing it's it's yeah. more of like the strakels accessory like he isn't really a character he's more like yeah you know, like the side no, chick and like the no. yas queen read her like drag yeah her. like it's very the one one notes for me like I've but noticed. that's the thing
0: like even if you had technically more representation than I did, like you saw more people like you in full and media, like, mm. like you watching some sassy gay, like I mean, there was that there was that damn movie, like gay best friend, wasn't that a movie? There was a whole movie about oh, how gay yes, people were basically yeah. accessories. Mm. That's not representation for you either, because what does that tell you about the world? That doesn't tell you anything positive. That doesn't tell you you can be a multi-dimensional person. That teaches you to be bitchy. Like that's not representation exactly. either. Yeah,
1: and no, hugely problematic. That, and that, and that did for a while. That was my personality coming to high school. I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I realized I was gay coming to high school. And I was like, I have to be this like super feminine, super bitchy, like swear in yeah. every single sentence. And then I feel like recently, like last year, I kind of realized that that doesn't have to be my personality. And that I'm more than just mm-hmm. that one note character. And th- You're so th- much
0: more than a stereotype exactly and
1: a large thanks to you know the recent media that kind of showed me well i don't need to be this they are i don't need to be super feminine. i can if i want to but i don't because we are not just stereotypes we are people too
0: i think that's that's the thing like there is some like queer representation that is almost more harmful than not like it's almost like well you know like, this representation is so bad for the cause, and it just perpetuates stereotypes in such a way it would almost be better to have no representation. And I am yeah. really glad that you've kind of come into yourself. I mean, when I met Ethan, honestly, he was sort of, like, Laganja, Estranja, copy-paste. <laughs> and it was not the most pleasant experience as a friend. And we've come so far. I so, have come so far.
1: Cr- I mean, I'm glad when about I that. met you, uh-huh. I, like, despised you. You had the bye bob you had those big mm-hmm. you know i despise myself glasses. sweetie don't worry <laughs> don't mm-hmm. worry i don't hate anyone more than i hate myself and that's on low self-esteem
0: uh-huh yes. that's on childhood trauma that i never worked through uh-huh, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> oh my god um, well I mean, let's
1: let's uh, let's get into it let's put it. our own
0: stuff aside for a second huh yeah let's,
1: um where do we want to start yeah, i feel I like think... we should we should how about we
0: start with gay sex i mean yeah. well <laughs> it's, i
1: it's just starts strong yeah because a few days ago i was, was watching, watching hollywood on netflix and there is a gay couple in the show and the show has a lot of nudity like when you watch it it says like nudity and there's like literal there's like a guy grinding up on a female all, like against the staircase and
0: then the old the, lady
1: right uh, yeah and the next scene is which is exactly game. what we all want to see it, it, not with the female but for me but anyways um, yeah. but then it goes to the gay couple and then they're about to have sex and then the scene cuts and then they're falling back into the covers like oh, and I'm just like yeah, yeah. so you're gonna show literal, like a literal porn and then you're just gonna do mm. the classic like fall back into the pillows oh that was so amazing like we should do this again mm. and I'm just like and then I started to realise that it was like that with most shows yeah In, even Examples like Call Me By Your Name, where it's a literal gay romance, and I saw. And the straight
0: sex is more explicit.
1: And the only sex scene was a straight sex scene that was shown. Yeah. And it was just. No one
0: needed to watch Timothy Chlamydia humping Marisa or whatever her name was. I didn't want it. (laughs) I Um, wanted to see some
1: some Nordic god pegging some Victorian orphan, you know. That's all I wanted.
0: (laughs) Oh my god. Well, I mean, as horrifying as um, the entire casting of that movie was and as problematic as the whole plot was, it's like Call Me By Your Name was really like it was this landmark in kind of like queer cinema and the gay sex is still something that's kind of just like sheltered and kept mm. away and I'm, I'm not sure if that's just to make people more comfortable it makes a straight audience more comfortable of course mm. but i have noticed it and it's i mean didn't you say also sex education we had some very explicit straight sex scenes and mm-hmm. then when it comes to gay sex scenes it's an earlier cut consistently it's mm. they it cut the camera it's, here, cut. Or...
1: it's always the camera's mm-hmm. always waist above you never see anything yeah but then yeah when, like like was literally sex education, there was a scene where you saw everything. They were busy grinding up on the freaking consumers yeah. class and you saw everything, ass, tits, everything. Even the peanuts. Mm. Like and then it's the gay sex and it's just like nothing. Like
0: Yeah. Yeah. What is what is with that? It gets to a point where it's like, I like, look, I mean, realistically, we have access to porn. It's not like we're like sex starved. But I think the issue is it it comes in where you're you're watching these shows and it kind of you have this feeling of like you're trying to represent queer characters and tell us that it's okay to be queer. But at the same time, you're sheltering us from part of what our queerness is and you are protecting a straight audience from it as if it's something dirty. And I think that's a huge thing is the way that like there's always been this extra- like in- incredibly strong connotation that like gayness even when it's completely pg-13 and like appropriate is still something dirty and bad and sexual and it's exactly. like gay people can't hold hands in public because kids can't see that and so when they're cutting these queer sex scenes earlier it's giving this message that it's like we accept you but, but we don't the- want to see what you're exactly doing. keep like- it private Coming off of that topic, I would like to talk about something that is super personal to me, and that is bisexual representation. I have always identified as bisexual, I am bisexual, and for me, um, consuming queer media has been incredibly difficult because there is so much biphobia in all media. Glee, as much as I appreciated the fact that we got a lesbian storyline, there was such constant biurasia. You know, um, there'd be all these scenes where Santana would be saying to Brittany, like, you don't love Artie, come on, he's just a boy, and invalidating the fact that she was equally attracted to both men and a woman. And I mean, it goes so much deeper. Like, there's that one episode of Sex in the City that's like notorious, where they're all sitting around a table and discussing the fact that it's like, I just don't understand. Bisexuality is just a stepping stone to gayness or to straightness. All the bi girls turn out straight and all the bi guys turn out gay. And it's selfish. And they should pick a side and they're just confused. And, and this whole monologue seems to stretch on forever. It's absolutely agonizing. But it's like, even though Sex in the City had some of like the best gay best friend representation it was still super biphobic and we still see this all the time in media is the fact that even if we have gay storylines so much of the time the sexuality of those gay characters is being invalidated too
1: exactly like i mean for me bisexuality was a stepping stone but that was just my personal experiences but what i've noticed is characters will be straight and then they have a sexual awakening and they like look alex from 30 reasons why and then mm. he had a awakening and like he was bisexual because he loved jessica he he knows i he have loved no jessica.
0: recollection i have no recollection of him saying in the le- later season that he's gay but every publication that was talking about his coming out was like alex comes out as gay no, no. he had a boyfriend he never he never, he came never came said out as gay
1: that he was anything he just had a boyfriend
0: exactly so why are we jumping to the conclusion that his entire relationship with jessica which was so deep and complicated and real and the sex that he had with a prostitute last season was absolutely invalid it's so frustrating but even in call me by your name elio he was clearly like he was into girls mm -hmm. i mean sure he was in love with oliver but everyone's like it's a he's gay gay icon and it's like well if you read the book especially you're invalidating his bisexuality and why why? It just doesn't you know? make any...
1: Like, it's not that hard to just be like, hey, there's bi people too.
0: Like, <laughs> Yeah, and then I think the issue is, like, it comes down to the fact that bisexuality exists. It has always existed. If you look into, you know, queer history, it's existed as long as time has, you know. Um, and yet, bisexuals are constantly invalidated. And it's super difficult because, you know, as, as a bisexual... And I mean, like, we have bisexual friends who, I mean, we know they're bisexual. You know who I'm thinking of, Ethan, that (laughs) one person in particular. Um, I know them. (laughs) Ethan's love of his life. Anyway, um, that aside, um, it's like we have these these people in our lives and you know me included like we know that we're bisexual and then we have to deal with the fact that the gay community is like well you're not gay enough and lesbians are like well i won't date a bisexual girl and then on the plus side you have to deal with straight people being homophobic because you're not straight enough exactly it's they're so like, tiring and it's frustrating like, it's
1: like straight people are like either like you like homophobic but then they're like oh do you want threesome? Like, there's always this connotation that um, bisexual uh-huh. people are just these whores, uh-huh. like these downward whores and they just want sex because they can have it both That's ways thing. and they just oh want three sims all Let day me long. Say this. And it's like, no, it's not.
0: I need to but say this. Okay, I need yeah? to say this. When we get by representation okay constantine or you know we see it in riverdale or we see it with like lucifer and it's these men who are absolute whores which i'm not slut shaming but they are incredibly promiscuous and then they also happen to sometimes have sex with men Mm -hmm. and it gives off this image that bisexuals have basically had so much sex with women that at some point they get bored of it they're like well i may as well try sex with men too and it gives this image that bisexuality stems from like this crazy like Horniness and this need to have sex all the time. That it's like the fact that they have sex with someone of the same gender is almost like coincidental rather than it's because they're genuinely attracted to someone of the same gender. And then we're just perpetuating the stereotype that bisexuals are whores, and that's not good representation either.
1: Like, look at like Chilling at the Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Um, the I watched Mm -hmm. the like behind the scenes, and they explicitly said that Nick was a bisexual but the only times that he Mm -hmm. was you know like exploring that was in a literal orgy in an orgy or with with these in a literal orgy or with sex demons and he was just oh, like and it God. wasn't even like exactly and it wasn't like he was like give me the he was just like send them both like whatever like i'll just do it with the boy as well and it was you know and it was just exactly just like Ugh, if exactly. i have to yo,
0: that's have to not bisexual that. representation that's, that's positive that's
1: not bisexuality that's oh, just mm. that you know
0: thank you for bringing that that's just experimenting up. if
1: we're being honest that's just experimenting
0: yeah and it's just furthering these harmful stereotypes and that is one of the examples when i'm looking at this and i'm like i would rather have no representation than this extreme misrepresentation well i mean just as often as bisexuals are represented as slats i think another huge problem is that a lot of gay relationships are portrayed as starting within cheating it's starting with a gay man or a gay woman seducing someone who's already in a heterosexual relationship mm-hmm. which paints another super negative stereotype for the community because it makes it look like gay people pre- are these predators supporting just... cheating and are cheaters yeah. and are predators, are these sexual exactly. predators just, just so waiting for
1: them to get drunk so they can experiment and like mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. extremely extremely damaging and extremely inappropriate and Mm-hmm. it's not the case that's like you know that can that, it's just that can happen case. with any which way but i mean that is not yeah that is just like a bad representation and it just gives the whole community a horrible name and i feel like mm-hmm. a lot of the times like especially in call me by your name there are these huge age gaps and in real life as well yes um a lot of it's well yeah yeah but it's because the media has kind of told us that you know you're a, feminine, you're a feminine bottom. You cannot have a relationship with another yeah. feminine guy. The jocks don't want you. So you have to be, mm-hmm. be in a relationship with these old, you know, super experienced, yeah. like, yeah. men that's going to show you the way. And it,
0: But it's like... We need to stop enforcing this stereotype that that just because it's a gay relationship means an age gap isn't weird. Because if if theoretically, Call Me By Your Name had been a straight story and it had been about a 17-year-old girl and a 24-year-old man, it would have been condemned. So why are exactly. we saying that it's okay for young gay men to be taken advantage of by older men?
1: Mm-hmm. And it's not just and the thing is, it's not just in Name, you know? Image with a romance. It's A lot of the times, it's these yeah. super like... Um, violent super abusive relationships but and then it goes from Uh that to falling in love oh
0: yeah but I mean that's another that's another point like it's exactly like the gay homophobic bully Mm -hmm. turned into lover trope it's like why do we keep romanticizing these violent relationships why are we enforcing that gay men don't deserve healthy committed safe relationships exactly why don't they deserve age appropriate relationships it's just ongoing Mm. absolutely
1: yeah and it's absolutely it's
0: It's hugely problematic yeah like
1: that I that, that literally irks me so much that whole trope of like oh the gay bully fag this fag that and then he gets he has Mm -hmm. too much to drink and he like spills his emotions and he's actually in love with the guy's bullying and like that is super damaging to like me like
0: super if i was 18
1: watching that and it's like is that yeah. what gay romance is? Is that how it's supposed to be? It's
0: like, do you deserve to be treated awfully and violently, exactly. and then should that be the relationship you fall into? Because we've seen it a couple of times. We saw it with Karofsky and Glee, um, where he c- kissed Kurt, and it was like, oh, big plot mm. reveal. Actually, he's a he's a homo. Um, we saw it with Monty, oh, who was god. a literal, literal sexual offender, awful, god awful human being, and then people were shipping him with both Winston and with um, like. Like they were they were like wanting to give him this happy ending which is so disturbing and he literally beat winston almost he beat winston up why are we shipping him with someone he violently was abused by it's so and disturbing why, that we I keep know. supporting and the whole,
1: those tropes and the whole tyler thing like winston completely like was like you know tyler he's like actually a good person and like i wish you knew the real him
0: oh god uh, he literally exhausting. i'm not even going yeah. into details
1: because that is super triggering not for not only for me but for a lot of people and that, yeah. that was a huge reason that I was, like, 30 reasons why you need to stop this nonsense because you started yeah. out as such a good show. And it was, a it was a, like, for me, it was a huge, like, awakening and a huge good thing for me. But then you started freaking introducing rapists and rape apologists and horrible storylines. So yeah. just stop your nonsense. Yeah. Thank you.
0: And, I mean, another example that was recent was in sex education. Mm-hmm. And the writers clearly want us to ship Eric and Adam more than we wanted him to be shipped with Rakeem or I think it was his name Rakeem oh yes Rakeem he was such a nice guy Such a lovely, nice guy who would have treated Eric properly, but the writers clearly didn't make him interesting or make it romantic or give them chemistry because they want us to be shipping this relationship that began with abuse. And it's once again, like, doesn't Eric deserve better? Don't these young gay men deserve mm. better than to end up with their abusers? Exactly. Like and it's what like... are you enforcing? Can you imagine if straight Stories were told of that If young girls Who were beaten up And bullied by boys Ended up in relationships with them. Can you imagine The petitions People oh my would word. sign To Can get those Can you imagine the boycotts canceled?
1: Of those movies and shows And it's it like It comes
0: down to the fact That the general public Doesn't think gay people Deserve happiness Exactly Straight
1: And up. like all these And the funny thing is Like call me by your name The like The the gays The LGBT community We The hype for mm-hmm. that was What 20, 2018 2017 like the whole combo name hype, yeah. And 20- then,
0: 2018, and then I think. now
1: recently, sure, yeah, the like whole a while back, Timothy Chalamet rising to fame TikTok. Those are all the straight girls because they were fantasizing about this.
0: They're the straight girls who are fantasizing. You know what? There's Fetish- a difference yeah. between. Okay, true. There's a difference between like a young queer women like myself like really loving a gay storyline because I'm so starved for my own representation (laughs) and these straight girls who think Timothy and Ami are hot and so they're shipping a relationship that they have no real understanding of and it's so frustrating it's so frustrating but that's another thing that I think of and I'm like Call me by your name ended so sadly, but so does every gay movie. Like why oh do gay people word. never get a happy ending either?
1: They never get a like. I'm trying to think of all the examples. Like Jonas, um, broke broke Back Back Mountain. Mountain
0: tragic. Like uh-huh. the only
1: good, the only good show.
0: What was that movie we watched the other day? That French movie? Jo- oh right, Jonas. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh that literally bro- oh that broke me oh. for days. Like I was, I Heart sat in broken. my room, just like staring at the wall, and I was broken, and I was like. Why can't we just be happy? Like I know it's cheesy, but why can't we all just be yeah. like love Victor? Like why can't all the storylines get like that?
0: Yeah. <laughs> like uh. why don't like like what message does that send to young queer people? Is it like you don't deserve a happy ending and you will not get one? Gay people don't get happy endings, sorry. Exactly. You're gonna be left in absolute tragedy, someone's gonna die of AIDS. It's just mm. And oh on the God. notes of that. It's the worst. On the notes of that, like
1: lesbians as well it's like the only times lesbians are represented in the media is in jail where they have no one else but to date women
0: uh-huh. or mm-hmm. it's like this mm-hmm. super
1: promiscuous like oh let's do a show for the boys like oh, let's kiss because the bo-, like
0: that's the thing i'm so tired of queerbaiting and and lesbianism being used to as a, fetish, as a it's fetish like that's not what my sexuality is uh-huh like, like, absolutely my
1: sexuality is not Mm-hmm. a turn on, it's not a, a mm-hmm.
0: kink exactly, I mean I remember when Riverdale season 1 premiered and I think it was like the first or second episode when Betty and Veronica had that kiss, kiss the and they top used top, yeah. it in every trailer they used, no mm-hmm. no no not the kiss in the hot tub, the kiss at the cheers oh, like um, audition that. thing they used that damn kiss that had nothing to do with the storyline in every trailer in every teaser, they used it constantly to bring in an audience only to make nothing of that storyline. And it's like, if the point of that is to like tantalise the viewers, I'm like, you know that that's not representation, right?
1: Like, it's just not. It's just not. I just want to say, like, by all means, be promiscuous. Be a freaking whore. Kiss for the boys. Like, totally. You do what you want. But when when that's all we're seeing in the media and that's yeah. all we like us like are portrayed to be then that's going to become damaging like sure you can have the storylines in movies no but like, that's not absolutely all it
0: have it no, have those storylines? Have women kissing for the attention of men in at a party in a movie? Have because I know that these things happen. Have these have these tantalizing like lesbian scenes and whatever? But only if you promise me you won't call it representation for queer women exactly. to watch because that's not what it is. And also, like you can't do that for men and call it representation mm-hmm. for the queer community. It's not
1: and that. And the, the, also, the the horrible part about it is, is these horrible storylines are being like it's netflix and it's hulu and it's disney and it's these huge yeah. brands and that's all people are watching when there are these like you know like locally made films and these like low budget and like not yeah. so famous movies that are they amazing are, they, all like, they are
0: amazing they is,
1: representation, but exactly the thing is, no one, is
0: incredible
1: majority of the people but no one sees w- it when, not no one sees it but majority of people <sighs> won't see it and they're watching the netflix it's they're watching, indie it's indie on no real
0: budget yeah Exactly. Exactly.
1: Like, Netflix needs it's to stop so buying these, like, good indie, you know, gay films. And then we'll be happy.
0: And advertising them. And advertising And advertising exactly, them because that's and the reality. advertising
1: Betty and Ronnie. Like,
0: ugh. Oh, my so God. Mad. But that's the issue. Like, it really does piss me off. Because they are... If you look hard enough, you will find... Beautiful queer stories. You will find art house movies like the way that he looks. A lot of them are foreign because Hollywood is terrified yeah. of gay people, clearly. Um, you will find these incredible queer stories. Like I th- uh, let me let me try to think of a couple examples. Um, but like Princess Sid, I think it's called. Like they are these really lovely mm. female. Like love stories between two women, but their art house, they barely have any budget. You, it's so hard to find them. Like, we shouldn't be searching on the exactly. internet, we on different illegal streaming we websites have to, to watch find
1: TikTok representation. And then go to freaking 123movies.com and find mm-hmm. them. It should be on Adosib, it should be on Netflix, it should be on Hulu, it should be on Disney, it should be on Showmax.
0: Totally. It should be on them. Totally.
1: I think yeah, we exactly. need to talk about the trans representation and the lack thereof.
0: Let's discuss it. Firstly, we, neither of us are trans. Mm-hmm. We are both cis, um, but we have both, I think, done our fair share of trying to understand the issues within the trans community and trying to get educated, right? Yeah,
1: definitely. And we have...
0: So, we can only speak from what we know, but we both do have opinions.
1: We do. Um, I think we should start with the legendary Paris is Burning, because I feel like Left that with was Paris a... Is burning that movie I'm going to say it right here that movie should be showed in every school as a history documentary and we need to analyse the shit out of it and that distinct. should be the poster child for like you know
0: yeah ugh, the fact that for me the way that I found Paris is Burning was through to Drag, drag race, race. it's like that show should be. I mean, that that film, that documentary, should literally be shown everywhere. Because, firstly, we need to know our history. Mm-hmm. Every white queer person need needs to know. To they need that to the know what the hell we, have, what we have.
1: They need to know the, about the gay liberation in but the seventies. They need to know because exactly. if it wasn't, put...
0: we need to know that the language we use, the exactly. slang we use, exactly. the, the culture we appropriate is from black trans exactly. gender non-conforming it's, people. It's like
1: like when Kim Kardashian and Jeffrey Star they go Yas Queen the house like and then they and even which they misuse exactly which they misuse <laughs> like do you know where they came from even like as a simple thing as contouring that literally came mm-hmm. from black drag queen reading reading came mm-hmm. from
0: you know and it's just like yeah people it's just like voguing, voguing. everything voguing. the culture this and whole, literally. we owe so much to a community no one knows about because they, and that's such a painful thing You know, why? Thing. Do you know why no one
1: knows about them because they were wiped out during the AIDS pandemic you
0: know and no one did anything no one because did. we did not care about black queer people because what it's it's not Absolutely. happening to me
1: i'm not queer I, i'm not gonna you know
0: <sighs> fuck ronald reagan sorry just <laughs> had to say that but yeah i feel like for me like like when we look back at queer history um trans people not only did so many trans women die in that time period and so many especially trans people of color died so it's very difficult to even trace back that history and kind of like appreciate it because I mean there was no one there was no one alive to be like hey can you put us in the media there was no one alive to be like hey what if you represented us and so I think that's why trans representation is so far behind even more far behind than like the gay representation because that community was so largely affected by the AIDS epidemic that no one represented the screen people who are suffering so badly and it's like that's why pose can we actually oh give word. a physical round of applause i'm pose? just
1: pose I, I think it's fx that made it fx and then they give it to netflix i want to applaud you because thank you thank you for casting trans women in trans roles
0: and trans men Thank you trans women for who are people of colour, who color genuinely would have gone through all of that if they had lived roles a couple of years As mm-hmm. literal oh my leads. god! Thank you.
1: Angel, Blanca yes. and Elektra are literally the three leads and they are all trans women of colour and we need more shows like Pose because Pose for a lot of people Absolutely. was the gateway for them to discover Paris is Burning and to discover the whole history mm-hmm, of mm-hmm. the LGBTQ community.
0: That's the big thing. I think it's so huge that, like, because of a show like Pose we look back and we can appreciate because I mean yeah absolutely if people are watching Pose and then they're watching Paris is Burning and then they're getting educated about Stonewall and and we're progressively making an effort to appreciate our community so that the people who have a platform and have a voice who might not be a part of that community are going to be like let's fucking represent them in our media let's put them in our films let's put trans women in trans roles and I think it's huge and it's why we have a character like Jules who can exist and who people can watch and love and and it's, it's the reason that like there is room for those people because there is so much transphobia overwhelmingly mm-hmm. the biggest issue in the entire queer community is the murder of black trans women every single day worldwide it is it's beyond me and oh. it's absolutely horrifying so, trans people are the ones who need to be put in the media because let me make something very clear. The media does not just represent how the general public feels about queer people. The media shapes exactly. how the general public feels about queer point people. Back, point blank what we see in forming media, because so many people will not watch the news and they will not get properly informed, what we see in forming media dictates how we perceive certain minorities. Exactly. So, we need a proper representation for these minorities so that the general public will stop fucking murdering them. Exactly. Like, like, is that too much to ask? Is that too much it's to not, ask? It's not, it's really not. Like, Absolutely. it should Because be. if you really think shouldn't about be. it, like, shows like
1: on my, because obviously we live in South Africa and we don't really have the Latin community here. So shows like on my block, mm-hmm. that's how, that's how we not learn, but that's how we, you know, that's our representation of them you know see
0: representation exactly exactly and i mean i think the biggest example that i can give um that i can personally like think of is the fact that like i had so little understanding of native american culture it was horrifying Mm -hmm. because it was never represented in media like i genuinely my idea and this sounds awful my idea of native american people came from like twilight and
1: Snow. and it's like the native american representation was spoke that was my Native American
0: spur. spur. Oh my god, it's horrifying. It's horrifying. So the point is, like if we don't have media representation, people can carry on thinking that trans people are predators who want to sneak into women's bathrooms. Ugh. If we don't have the proper representation, people can continue believing that trans people are just these mentally ill men, like like trans women are mentally ill men. It's so important that we tell trans stories so that the cis people and the straight people can change their damn minds. And that's that's why Laverne Cox, go watch Disclosure. Everyone listening to this, go watch Disclosure. Go watch Pose. Go watch Paris is Burning. Go gate yourself informed. Period. And
1: Because what? Because what?
0: Scarlett Johansson? Ignor- Don't take a trance <laughs> role, you fucking idiot. Wait,
1: because what? Ignorance is a choice. <sighs>
0: ignorance is a choice we all have google so stop asking trans people invasive and inappropriate questions and fucking use the internet jared please please (laughs) oh my
1: god you really did you read that
0: bitch. i just i get so tired because i just feel like there's no excuse at this point to be a bigot okay miss aldi i'm not going to use your full name but there are your initials go get educated would you but the point is right like I think it's also and also like I, I know a lot of people want to say like why can't okay I need to say this okay hold on let's hear it let's hear what I have to say people are going to be like Christina if acting is just acting I don't understand why we shouldn't have straight people playing gay characters well let me tell you why straight people struggle to get into Hollywood look at our famous Mr. Timothy Chalamet is right now look at how incredibly successful Armie Hammer is can you imagine if we had given two queer men that position in Hollywood that's what we should have done. If two gay men had starred, or two queer men had starred and Call Me By Your Name, there would be two more queer people in the damn room at the Oscars. There would be exactly. two more queer people exactly. who would be changing the industry from the inside. And the issue is, until we get to a point where straight male leads are played by gay men, we can't have gay characters being played by gay men when there's already so little space in Hollywood for queer people. In the same way, you can't have cis people playing trans characters when trans people are never given cis characters to play and they are fighting for their place in Hollywood on a daily basis.
1: And it it really annoys me when people are like, you know, but there's not that many trans actors and there's not that many gay actors. No. You're just not looking hard enough. You just are not looking hard enough. Absolutely. You just don't want to look hard enough
0: and all they want are these I mean obviously India Moore is a goddess but it's like I'm, well they're non-binary I'm not sure if they would appreciate the term goddess but absolute royalty stunning incredible and it's like you know that kind of a person can't be the only person we accept like if you're saying mm-hmm. if you're saying like there aren't enough trans people to be actors it's like no they aren't enough maybe there aren't enough trans people who you deem pretty enough and like skin exactly, enough and exactly. perfect enough but it's like that's just because hollywood is so not inclusive at all yet and we need to start letting trans people and queer people tell their own fucking stories so exactly. that it can change it needs to change I'm just yeah absolutely like it needs to fundamentally change we
1: cannot have white cis people white cis straight people telling people of color storylines queer people Mm -hmm. storylines you know Mm Nonsense people's stories. Because it, it just it just
0: feeds uh, into the white savior complex and the straight savior really complex does. and this idea that like, oh god, it's just so twisted. And you know what? We're just we're at a point now where I think, especially with the Black Lives Matter movement doing what it's doing, we need to be able to look at the world that we live in and say it is time and there is a place for us peoples and to give the people who haven't had a voice up until now a voice because they're so damn talented and we should all be hearing their voices
1: and that's why that's why i love gen z so much because they're like what we didn't have a voice okay we'll 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 make our own voice we will we will make our voice until you hear us and we are not going anywhere mm-hmm. we're just gonna multiply because y'all okay. keep having children so mm-hmm. we are gonna get louder and louder and louder and that's on period
0: period absolutely absolutely and i love it and i'm, I'm really here for it because you know we just deserve we better Deserve better queer people deserve all better. the shit that we've we been through and this.
1: all the ways we've been we deserve so much better
0: you know, I saw this tweet the other day and it went viral. And there were boys from our old school who were liking it. It pissed me off. And it was like this tweet. I was like, "Why does Netflix feel a need to add one random gay character into every show for no reason?"
1: Sorry, um, are we? we you know, we exist, right? You know that. Um, <laughs> but it's just like <sighs> I don't. I don't have a. I don't have a reaction for that. I don't have a, a counter argument because, mm-hmm. just why? Um, Please pick up a dictionary, pick up a book Pick up your phone Uh, No, I don't even
0: I'm tired You know what I'll say I'll say, it's like It's like people really Firstly, firstly do you really think there's just one, like, like it'll be one person, one straight white gay person? No, it's not straight gay person. One gay person who's cis and who's white, and they'll, like, be thrown into the plot as, like, a side character. And then if it's like, that's enough representation. That's enough for representation today. for the week. And it's like, it's like, do you understand that the reason there are queer people in in, in these stories is because queer people exist? Like, just because you decide to ignore them and not interact with them, and just because you don't discuss the fact that you and your homies like cuddle at sleepovers, doesn't mean that queer people aren't real. And if you don't like real like and also like queer people have queer friends Ugh. gay people have gay friends like can we like yeah like why are you acting as if like two gay characters in a storyline it's like that's unrealistic there why aren't you that are many acting, gay people it's like you know we we, we why crowd are you together. like we gay people together. want
1: to be friends with only heterosexual people why are you, like we, oh my god <sighs> ridiculous laughable. It's lo- no, laughable yeah um i'm i'm laughing
0: laughable so queer people are in the media barely we're not in the media correctly and hopefully it's and going to as
1: laverne cox said we just want more
0: representation it's not that hard we just want more we just want more that's it yeah just a little
1: bit more Some and you spice. know what
0: straighties? straighties if you don't want to see gays on your tv screen don't watch gay shows it's okay we don't need you to watch our queer shows you can just give it to us and walk away because quite frankly we don't want your opinion anyway. You, so. If you are uncomfortable by anything, just you mm. know,
1: block your ears, block mm. your eyes, and pretend it doesn't exist mm. because you're not gonna go anywhere in the world. Um, and your life is not gonna be valuable
0: social. Yeah, up. it's not gonna ruin you. It's not gonna ruin you. And I also feel the need to say, like, if you are a straight person and watching queer people kiss on tv makes you so wildly uncomfortable that you feel sick and it's just oh this is so disgusting (laughs) maybe look internally as to why you feel that way i'd like to i'd like to bring i would like to bring up a word i think you should go look it up if you are feeling this way it's called internalized homophobia so good luck with that and um I wish you well. We we will all be here. The rainbow, the rainbow community, the, the alphabet <laughs> community will be waiting for all of you when you are ready to come join us. And for now, give queer people a platform, give us representation. And how about Hollywood? You just improve because currently you're full of pedophiles and um, <laughs> like you really shouldn't be complaining about gay people. It's the least of your worries. So that's, that's on not. that there you go we'll see you next week we'll be talking about something else god only knows what but keep well stay safe wear a mask. don't be don't coronavirus be is real Goodbye.